Hey there and welcome. You are listening to the Parkview Global Podcast. We are so excited for you to join the conversations between our Global Missions hosts and our amazing guests. Don't forget to follow our social media accounts at Parkview Global. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Parkview Global Podcast. My name is Bill Carroll and I am the Global Pastor here at Parkview Christian Church right outside of Chicago. Today we have our first second timer on the Global Podcast. We welcome back Parkview Senior Pastor Tim Harlow and I'm really excited about today's conversation because it's something completely different than we've done in the previous podcast episodes. We've invited Tim to come and talk about his travels to Israel and the trips he's led and why that has been a significant pilgrimage site for Christians for like the last 2,000 years. So. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Tim. Hey, thank you. Glad to know you have to wear readers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, just, um, I'm getting old. It's totally true. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, yeah, good to be here. Good to talk about it. You know, we're both going on Love trips it. coming up. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of friends that, are, that, that do it all the time. And it is a great way. I mean, on my side of it, it's a great way to connect with like a little church again, yeah. you know, kind right. of. I got I got you know a bus full of people or <laughs> bus and a half full of people that I can that we can hang out. Denise and I just love, you know, we miss the old days when we used yeah. to like really be kind of pastors instead of <laughs> you know have all these people that you know we can't keep track of. So it's really a lot of fun. And yeah, being in Israel is a it's a bucket list thing. Nice, no doubt about it. I, and I always always resisted it. Right. I mean, I, I was like, whatever. Um, you know, I mean, I because you know that's not. It's not my mo. I'm not in the you know all that you know kind of stuff. Um, I even won a free trip one time. Really? Yeah, at some convention or something. But it was just one of those times when everything was blowing up over there, and I was like, man, eh, no, I don't think right. so. But then um, <clears throat> once I went, got to see it, got to see you know what it could do in people's lives. It's it's been I don't know four. I think we've been. Three or four times, and yeah. you know, and then we did the trips, the steps of Paul once too. So, all that stuff is fantastic. What led to your first trip? Like, first trip yeah. was, um, you know, I mean, let's just admit it. These tour groups want you. Israel number one mm-hmm. industry is tourism. Yeah, totally. they want you over there. The tour groups want to get you over there because if they get you over there, then you're going to bring people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a tour group put me and. Um, it was Mike Baker down at Eastview nice. and Cal Jernigan out in in, um, in Phoenix and uh, J.P. Jones who was in Champagne and a, and a couple others. So there was just like six couples or something, and so it was it was actually hilarious um, <laughs> because we were all pretty good friends. So we would all just go to the back of the bus, <laughs> and the first guide we had, he was he was mad at us all the time, because he's like, over here, you see, and we're just like, whatever, we're talking <laughs> to our friends. So that didn't go well, but th- then we uh, then we found a good good guide, and uh, he relaxed with us, and it was fun. Nice. So so you've led multiple trips now, like, mm. what are like the big stops on the Holy Land Tour? Like, what were the major sites that you that you probably see? I knew you were going to ask me that, and <laughs> I, it's hard for me. I mean, like, everybody's got their different thing. Yeah. For me and, and for a lot of people, um, you know, the warning is um, there's been 2,000 years of history on top of, right. you know, where Jesus walked. So, like, the only place you can probably really walk where Jesus walked, um, like, literally, you know, maybe on the same stones, if that was something you were into, <laughs> is... Uh, is coming down the Mount of Olives yeah. into Jerusalem. So wow. I always serpentine that so that I can 
you know, try to get on some place that Jesus walked. Um, but, you know, otherwise it's like seven or ten feet down is Crazy. where that stuff was. So, um, you know, and, and, and the church, the church, you know, Big C Church has built on top of all this stuff. So um, when I go to Bethlehem, we don't go to the place where Jesus supposedly was born because there are three churches that have built up over it, and it's this stupid little spot that you can crawl in and put your hand on this spot. <laughs> um, we go to the, to the shepherd's cave, nice. which is out in the field, and helps you to understand what it would have been like. So what I started to say was everybody's favorite spot, I think, is the Sea of Galilee. Wow. Because when you, you go out on an old fishing boat, and be sure to tell the fishing boat guy that you do not want any music. <laughs> okay? Because one time I went, and, well, the first time we went, and, and these guys were, it was, they were great Christian guys, but they had a CD of their music. Oh, no. So they were playing it on the boat the whole time, and then they wanted to sell them to us. And also there's some weird thing that, I don't know if it was a Baptist or what, but somebody started asking the fishing boats to fly the American flag weird. on the boat while they were in the Sea of Galilee. So I'll, I'll give you all the pointers. Yeah, please, That's for just sure. really weird. Um, Wait, but anyway. who, had, who had American flag with them? Oh, they, well, well, I mean, so now they all have them. All the fishing boats wow. are like, oh, well, in case the crazy Americans come, yeah, right, fly their flag. Anyway, Sea of Galilee, <laughs> yeah. you're, on the, you're, you're feeling it. You know, you're feeling... Peter getting out of the boat, you're feeling all the stuff that that this is exactly how it was. And the Mount Beatitudes, you know, same thing. You can stand on the on the edge of the Sea of Galilee and imagine Jesus reinstating Peter and saying, you know, because he was cooking fish right there on on the edge. And and you go and you go have Peter's lunch at at a restaurant there and eat the fish with the eyes still in it and everything. And um, and, and and that part, I pro- I think, probably is the most reverent couple of days that you spend. Cool. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the church has their official place where Jesus was crucified, and it's probably what it is. But again, it's just a bunch of, you know, crazy-looking stuff that, that the church has built up, and you <laughs> wait in line, and you go touch the rock. And, um, you know, I, I guess you got to do it once, but um, it's... Um, there's another place where uh, they discovered an empty tomb and a garden and the rocks kind of look like they could have been a skull, like it could have been Golgotha. And um, whether it really is the right spot or not, you go in there, you take communion. Yeah. We always take our group in a little cave area, sing some old hymns and then have communion there. Cool. And there's a, a, a tomb that you go in with an old Byzantine cross on it so whether it was the right one or not, it, 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 it is the real thing. You know, it makes you feel the real thing. So you, you kind of got to get past the tourism and how many places can you buy olive wood carvings, you know, and, right. and all that kind of stuff. You kind of got to know that going in. But um, so you're saying don't purchase a piece of the original cross? Yeah, the guy yeah, tries to yeah no, don't, don't do that. Um, but, you know, I, I did bring this in because nice. one of the things about going to Israel is... Tell, I, tell them what you're holding for the uh, audience. This is uh, 30 pieces of silver. Nice. Um, I, 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 I don't know if it's a drachma. I can't even remember what it was called. Hmm. But, I mean, like, this is a 2,000-year-old coin. Now, this, was, this is Greek. So uh, Judas would have had the Roman one, wow. which would have cost me a ton more. <laughs> 
but this is legitimate from that time. So I keep this around to remind myself of Judas betraying Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Um, I've got a ring. I, I should have brought my ring. I've got a ring with a, with a widow's mite in it. Cool. You know, um, and and you can buy antiquities in Israel. It's the only place wow. that you can buy because they've got so much of it there. The, the widow's mites are are so common now that the Dead Sea's receding. They're everywhere. So wow, um, yeah, it's 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 really crazy. So it you know it's it's also a really neat place to get some neat stuff that you're going to have forever. Sure. You want some olive wood. You just don't yeah. need to stop every time there's a stand. <laughs> so you talk about you know walking in the steps of Jesus or whatever. Been to, been to Rome a couple of times. I know you've been to Ephesus. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's those places you can actually stand where Paul right. stood. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, it is. It is. In, I mean, you know, if, if you're really in the place where Jesus was, what you what you do get to see, you, you at the Sea of Galilee, at the Dead Sea, you know, you get to see the Dead Sea. You get to yeah. float in the Dead Sea, which is a super cool experience. Um, you go up you know, on uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration, you you look out over the Valley of Armageddon. You you do all all of those things that those stories that come to uh, Mount Carmel. And there's a you know you go up on Mount Carmel, and there's a statue of Elijah, and that's where um, you know the, the Elijah uh, conquered the forty four hundred prophets of Baal. Yeah. And and that's a super cool site, and it's a really neat place to look out. I mean, just so much history. Yeah. You know, and depending on what you do, sometimes you go to Nazareth, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you go to Cana, sometimes you don't. I mean, if you go to Cana, buy some, you know, buy some wine. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a bottle of wine from Cana. Nice. They say it's terrible, but I'm not, I'm not ever going to open it because, you right. know, that's where Jesus made wine. And that's another thing, you know, from a, from a symbolic standpoint. So um, we, you know, you, you can take communion in the garden. Wow. Uh, you, we renew vows in Cana at a little church in Cana where Jesus did his first miracle the wedding so any couples that want to do that awesome. we do that there and then um, what's the other thing oh well you can get baptized in the Jordan right which is you know it's just it's it it's the same Jordan you know and yeah you pay a little money and you know there's stuff to buy and there's lots of other people around but I mean it's still getting baptized in the Jordan it's still the very very cool religious experience the closest i've come to israel is we, we were on the jordanian side and you know one of the one of the spots where they say the the real mm-hmm. baptismal spot it was it's a jordanian side but you come over and you can see the people on the israel side getting baptized and my son was throwing rocks from jordan to israel <laughs> that's as close as, close as we got good good let's keep yeah. that war going exactly, you go. exactly. yeah <laughs> all right so, so the big question like how do you think a trip to the holy land adds abs adds depth or development to a christian spiritual life yeah denise denise is the one that says this a lot but you know just it's just so like you know i keep thinking of all the different places but you go to the you go to the the altar of pan where um jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against us and you start to understand that this was a place i mean that jesus and the disciples went way out of the way to a very ungodly uh, area mm-hmm. to have this little conversation. And Jesus is saying, the gates of hell will not prevail. And the gates of hell are a monument that are right there. Yeah. Where literally the pagans in past times before Jesus would sacrifice their children you know, to this pagan god. And, and so, 
I mean, you know, you just, you, you, you get out on, like I said, you get out, you do a sunrise on the Sea of Galilee and think about all of that stuff. So then now you're, now you're reading back through the Bible. Um, like this weekend, I'm going to talk about um, Jesus healing the man at the Pool of Bethesda. Yeah. Well, you're going to see the Pool of Bethesda. Cool. You're, you're going to be there. And, and of course, I get chosen clips. So that's, you know, just as good now. Yeah. But it, at least you can, and, and coming down and, and, and like, Seeing how close Bethlehem and Jerusalem are hmm. is, is just mind-boggling because huh. they're like seven miles away. And like you're in Jerusalem at the temple area, you can, you know, oh, that's Bethlehem right there. Wow. And you think about how close, I mean, because we just think they were so far apart. The religious leaders couldn't even be bothered to go down to Bethlehem where it was prophesied yep. that the Messiah was going to be born. Um, you know, it's like one thing after another, man. It just starts to... It just starts to, to light, to, to enliven your, your faith and, you know, seeing how the houses laid out, understanding what, you know, the birth of Christ was probably like, that it wasn't an inn, it was a guest room, you know, all, all those different things. A lot of it probably doesn't matter. It's not like, it's not like something that everybody needs to do, but man, if you can do it, I recommend it over, you know, going to Cabo. I really, <laughs> I really do from a faith standpoint. Nice way less margaritas <laughs> i'm working through right now the old testament section of the bama podcast have you heard about that no anyway so it's great and so he talks a lot about how israel is literally the crossroads of the world because at the time it was the joining points between asia and africa and, and, and europe and everything like what's the land like well what, what's what a history that land has obviously but like yeah. but what, what's significant about israel do you think well are you asking like topographically yeah, like, or, why, or why did god choose that <laughs> yeah that, that was confusing when i first went yeah. because you know it's the promised land right it's the right. land of milk and honey i mean it it doesn't really look like the land of milk and honey in, in most places it looks more like texas yeah um and you know it's not it's not desolate but the, part of the problem is that the river the jordan river has dried up quite a bit and the dead sea is drying up and you know, I think the climate has changed a lot since back then. But um, it's it, the nice thing about it is, and this is the difference between going on a, a, a journey of Paul visit, mm. which you know was also fun. But is everything's right there. Huh. You fly in, you fly into Tel Aviv, and you know Jerusalem's not an hour away. Wow. And the farthest you go is is the Dead Sea, and it might be an hour and a half away from from where you were in Jerusalem. So you're not. I mean, you're you're in the bus to go to the next site or whatever, um, but you know the Mediterranean's right there, so you're gonna go to the, uh, you know, to the to the Mediterranean. You're gonna get to see that. You're gonna get to see, um, you know, the inscription that has uh, Pilate's name on it that wow. they just discovered yeah. a, a few years ago. That everybody said there wasn't a Pilate, and then they discovered it. But 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 the land is. I mean, it it, it if you've watched the Chosen, I mean, that's yep. that's really is what it looks like. I think the Chosen was filmed mostly in texas nice. so that's why i'm saying that i mean it you know it's it, i don't know it's san antonio that's what it looks like <laughs> it's awesome without an alamo or a river water <laughs> <laughs> the best parts yeah yeah um so how about you like what have you personally learned or how's your faith grown through three through visits there yeah i mean it, it's really the same thing yeah. but of course as a teacher you know yeah. then uh, well, I mean, like, I, I think, I'm, I'm thinking back recently, I, I talked about Jesus having to go through Samaria, and you read that and you teach that, but then when, when you see how it all lays out, and you see how far the Jews used to go 
to get around some area so they could get from one area of their territory to the other. And then you realize that the smartest thing would be to go through Samaria, but you realize the prejudice that was there. Wow. You know, I mean, when, when you can see all those things and, um, you know, to be at the Valley of Armageddon, which I completely interpret um, figuratively. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that there's going to be blood up to the necks of horses in some kind of a an actual battle at the Valley of Armageddon. But But when you think about what what John was trying to tell the people and encourage the people and be able to, to do that. Um, it, it, you know, I mean, it just makes the whole thing, it just makes it come alive and it makes it for me, it makes me able to teach it. I think a little bit differently. I love that. If I remember it. Yeah. So if you, if you and Denise, if you and Denise were there by yourselves, like what's like the one site that you would never miss when you go? Uh, wow. Well, there, I, I, I'd have a hard time with one. The one would be, one would be the Sea of Galilee. Nice. Because you could actually, you can actually spend some, some time there. You'll spend the night there, um, and and spend some time there. Um, most meaningful, got to be the Garden Tomb, um, but you know I've been baptized in the Jordan a couple of times, so <laughs> you know it'd be hard for me to say at this point. Yeah. Um, the Garden Tomb's kind of weird because it's. Uh, well, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because it's right there by where Jesus got crucified. But the Garden Tomb is it w- was discovered by some English people, some British <laughs> people, and they they bought the land to protect it because there's a Palestinian bus stop like right over here. Wow. So you you know you had to they had to they had to do that to make that work. And so it's been really well preserved. It's a really and the and the Garden of Gethsemane is the same way. And the crazy thing about the Garden of Gethsemane is you got olive trees in there that date back to David, <laughs> because olive trees never die. They they continue to they continue to just sprout. So when you cut one down, the roots and the root of of David, the root of Jesse, wow. when you go back, that that olive tree that you're touching, it goes back to Jesus and goes back to David, you know, I mean, so <laughs> it's just a, it's crazy, it's a cool. crazy connection. Yeah. All right. I'm a foodie too. Middle Eastern food is amazing. When you go, like, what are your favorite things? Okay. Yeah. Disappointing thing first. Okay, good. Um, uh, hummus? Because, no, no, I, I, I love the hummus. I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not into all of it, but I was really excited about going to dinner the first night mm-hmm. and having, you know good cheese and olives and you know all of that and uh, you only <laughs> you only get cheese in the morning <laughs> because they don't mix dairy oh, with meat gotcha because that was a, that's a that's a sabbath you know that or wow. that's a, a old testament law so you can have eggs and you know all that stuff and cheese in the morning and then you get there at night and you'll have olives but there's no cheese (laughs) so I literally because I mean you can imagine if you know me would start filling up a little baggie of cheese in the morning at at breakfast and then I'd hang on to it and then at night I would get it out and one of the guys on one of our trips actually brought a one of those big packages of bacon from Costco that are already (laughs) cooked and he snuck it into his luggage wow. so that he could have bacon with his eggs because obviously Jews don't eat yes, pork. Right. So uh, we unkoshered the entire country of Israel with him that day. But um, yeah, so uh, but yeah, a lot all the all the good salads, all the good stuff, all, you know, great seafood mm, obviously because yeah. the Mediterranean yeah. is, is right there. And um, 
and uh, you know if you've ever been on a cheap cruise or something like that the food is really way way good quality nice. too. you know nice. wherever you're at you're gonna usually eat in your motel and they're ready for you and you know it's it's uh, it's very good yeah it's awesome you're gonna love it can't wait just All can't right. mix the cheese and the meat <laughs> alright last thing so give no us cheeseburger. Give, give us one favorite story or something that happened well or, I mean you know the, the obvious the, I mean you know the obvious story and it, I, I can't say it's favorite because um, we had a guy have yeah. a heart attack and die on yeah. one of our trips on the streets of Jerusalem and um, I mean I'm, I'm not trying to scare anybody off he, he would have he would have had this widowmaker heart attack if he was in Joliet, just as well right. as Jerusalem, um, and and it was and it was terrible. And we had people on the scene immediately that if he could have been revived, would have been revived. And it, that's that. It was we were on the steps of Jerusalem, hmm. and yet, um, you know what that did. Uh, we had Becca on that trip. What that did to our group. You know, I mean, what it what it still does to me now as I'm retelling the story to think about the brevity of our life here and and where we're going to be. And, you know, and and like Tom went from Jerusalem to the new old Jerusalem to oh, New Jerusalem. Nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the in the in the in the language of Revelation, he went immediately from old Jerusalem to New Jerusalem. And it just really it put a lot of things into perspective. Um, I mean, we always have a, that sounds heavy and, and it was, but, um, you know, we always have a ton of fun. Um, the guides are, are used to this. They're used to Americans. They, you know, they know, they know what they're doing and they know how to get you in and get your group in. And, and, um, you know, we, we, we just really, I mean, I think, I think for everybody, the communion and the wedding vow renewal, I mean, that was the thing about Tom when he died, he died on our very last day. Wow. So he had had communion with us in the garden tomb. He'd renewed his vows with oh, his wife. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. In Cana, he'd been baptized in the Jordan River. Not only had he been baptized in the Jordan River, but I borrowed his tennis shoes <laughs> because he had, some, he had some tennis shoes that were really cool, um, so old-school tennis shoes. And that was when I was going to do a cannonball. We were doing cannonball campaign yeah. and I did a cannonball into the Jordan River so I needed some shoes on so I borrowed his shoes I, I, you know I, I did that video I shot all that in his shoes he had done everything except the Holocaust Museum wow. and um, and that's when he died so I mean I think that brought a ton of peace to Pam um, yeah. you know brought a ton of peace to his family it was a horrible thing but you know, there's just something about having been able to be there and see it all it kind of gives you a better glimpse of what it's what it's all going to be about. So you're saying, if you're going to go, that's the way I, to go. I, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I've said that a lot. If you're yeah. going to go, that's the way. I mean, and you are going to go. Yeah, you are. Um, that's that, that's not a bad way to go, um, really. I mean, uh, yeah, I could think of a lot worse. And it's just, it's a, it's a special thing. You know, I don't want to over-glamorize it. I mean, it's still a trip. Um, you know, there's like seven layers of security to get into yeah. Israel, which is why it's so safe to go there, yeah. because you know that obviously they know how to they know how to take care of the threats, and um, we always feel very safe. Um, it's just amazing to to drive around and see it, and you know, I, I 
I don't like, as you well know, I don't <laughs> like international travel, um, but I, I keep going back for this one because it's worth it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. You bet, you bet. I, I'm super Go to Israel. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited for Parkview people to, too to get the chance to, for the faith to become like, 3D almost like right. there's such yeah. a depth you add to it. So, yeah. so before we go, we just want to let our listeners know that uh, Parkview offers a couple of different options to visit Israel. You can check out the link at parkviewchurch.com/israel for more information on the trips that Pastor Tim and Denise lead, as well as checking out our parkviewchurch.com/global for other opportunities. Additionally, we have links and information in the show notes. Thank you so much. Love and peace.